ironoverload.io presents Iron Overload No Bullshit Podcast with your co-host Steve from the American Underground and Mobster from the UK Iron Den. Get ready for the UG info like you've never heard before. No bullshit, no lies, straight hardcore truth. A bodybuilding podcast like you never heard before. And here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, IronOverload.io Hardcore Episode 18. We're speeding right along here. Steve and the Mobster joining me. How's it going, buddy? Good. I think, Steve, this combination that we're about to talk about, if you don't blow up, if you don't get big, even if it's only on cycle with this combination, then either they're fake or you're doing something wrong. So, yeah, let's get into it, Steve. We're going to do Dianabol and Anadrol stack together this time. And, yeah, this is going to be... This is a really interesting one. So let's talk, talk a little bit about Dynaball first. So Dynaball came around in an era where it was taboo to inject steroids. So Dr. Zeigler is an American doctor. He came up with the idea of introducing this steroid to his athletes so they wouldn't have to inject. So with Dynaball, you can grab a handful of Dynaball, pop them in your mouth per day. And it would enhance your performance. And, you know, it does all the wonderful things that anabolic steroids do. Increase protein synthesis, increase red blood cell count, and help you with strength, muscle gain, and all that good stuff. So that was the idea behind Dianabol and why it came around. And Dianabol, since then, has become the most popular steroid. It's also cheap. You can buy a lot of Diebel for a very, very low amount. So this stack entirely is cheap because Anadrol is pretty damn cheap in its own right. So yeah. here's the thing with Dianabol. Like Dianabol is like the most dummy-proof steroid out there because you can just take like you can just take a handful of Dianabol every day and just go work out and eat, and you'll gain. You know, you'll gain mass. Now I'm not saying it's gonna be all muscle. But you'll gain <laughs> mass, and then a lot of that mass is going to be water weight, of course, yeah, and 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 some fat as well. But you will gain mass. So if you're if you're a skinny guy and you're like desperate to gain weight, you know, and and you want to dig something that's cheap and boost your appetite and boost your mood, and Dynabol definitely goes goes a long way to doing that. So Dynabol has been extremely popular for the past 50, 60 years, and it's a number one selling oral steroid even to this day. Yeah. Um. And overall, I would say it's the number one selling steroid of all time. If you if you want to look at that, so, um, it's it's definitely there. And um, if you haven't tried Dianabol before, it's probably because you don't just you don't want to use something like this. You don't want to use something that causes water retention or aromatizes. That would be the only reason why you would avoid it. But if you're not falling in that category, it's worth a shot. It's worth a shot to to try it. And in this case, stacking it with anadrol could be a really, really good idea um, if you really want to gain a lot of mass and a lot of strength in a short amount of time. So, Momster, give us your thoughts on Dianabol. It's one of your favorites, right? Oh, definitely, Steve. I think, I'd like, as you said, I don't think I'm any different from anybody else. It's almost certainly the first drug that most people try, and it's certainly the first one I tried. Uh, it's, as Steve says, from then and now, it's cheap. In fact, they both are, but Dynabol especially so. I think one of the reasons for that, guys, is that they, no one really wants to fake it. 
the only time I've had issues, and I've mentioned in some previous podcasts, is where there was nothing at all in the pills that I was taking. And the difference was night and day between the pill that had nothing and the pill that had something. And I, I mentioned on previous podcast, Steve, I think I did a, a week because I had a half bottle or a quarter bottle left of Dynabowl. And I think it was something like five or six days. It might have been a little bit longer. might have even been 10 days running up and not much happening in at all. And it's just me kind of looking at the bottle thinking, what the hell? And then that ran out and opened up the, the new package from a different source and boom. Uh, Friday to the Monday was four pounds, uh, and and then that went on to up to buffing eight nine pounds on that particular cycle. So for me, it's a standard. I know how I perform on it. I know what's going to happen, and of course, I'm I'm advanced enough now that I know to tweak other things as well with regards to training and nutrition. So I, it, it's kind of a given. And I think when there's certain drugs, and I've mentioned this on other podcasts, Steve, that I, for example, don't seem to get anything from Tencent test in that fate when my buddies raved about it when you've got a drug you know how it's going to affect you you know how to negate the side effects you know how to change the training and nutrition and so on and so forth why would you not continue to use it the only issue of course which we're getting to regards the side effects is it being an oral steroid it comes with uh issues with regards to the liver but other than that and again even then i know how to best manage that as possible i've never been an abuser of steroids and specifically of orals so for me, it's a go-to. And uh, the phrase, I think, with other uh, podcasts, et cetera, views in the past, and it used to, I think you could even get this as a T-shirt back in the day, Steve. You may well still do. It was, it was, it said, I think, Dining Bowl Breakfast of Champions. And uh, another one used to be the, if, the Little Blue Pill. Now, the Little Blue Pill nowadays tends to be Viagra. But for many years, when it comes to performance enhancement, the Little Blue Pill was Dining Bowl. That's how it used to come. Now, of course, it comes in different colours. But yeah, that, that's how popular it was. That's how standard of a drug it was. And that's how even, I would argue, Steve, perhaps some affection by uh, users of steroids, certainly those with a little bit of a history and time under the bar. And they go, yeah, my first cycle. And he's touched on it. And I think there might be some truth on this in regards to certainly my first couple of cycles with, with Dynabol, that sense of well-being that Steve's talked about previously. Um so, yeah, I mean, for me, a go-to 100%. Now, the next drug, Steve, I'm, I've actually got this on the table right now, and I've actually sort of set aside a, a small amount, so the next cycle I run will probably be Anadrol, and that would be a first time for me, so it's interesting. However, uh, I'll let Steve discuss it as well, of course. It's something that I've heard about from users over the years. What about you, Steve? Listen, Anadrol is an absolute beast of a steroid. Um, You know, I, if you told me, put a gun in my hand and you said, Steve, I need something that's going to give me rock hard mass and strength in a very short amount of time, four weeks. I got four weeks where I got to do that. I would, I would say, I would say Anadrol. Anadrol is a very amazing steroid. The way it was structurally made is very, very amazing to me because it's a DHT derivative. It cannot aromatize into estrogen. It cannot. And Dianabol will aromatize into estrogen. This is why a lot of people take Dianabol and they blow up and they get moon face, you know, and their, their muscles look watery. Now, Anadrol does not aromatize into estrogen, but it binds to estrogen receptors. So you still are open to, to those types of side effects. So it's a very unique steroid, the way it's structured. But man, 
Like you can tell the difference between someone who's been on four weeks of Dianabol and four weeks of Anadrol. The four weeks of Dianabol, you'll get more, you'll you'll be watery, you'll have a more smooth look. And then the four weeks of Anadrol, you'll still blow blow up, but it won't be so much water retention. So Anadrol is an amazing steroid mobster. And you know what? It's it's not like Dibol because it's not gonna give you like this great mood enhancement it's going to make you kind of cranky and aggressive more yes china ball yes. will make you more you know happy and increased mood and in a good mood all the time but anadrol is more you're going to want to punch the wall type of aggression um on anadrol so it's it's so it's it's different now it's easy just to say you know at dynabol will bulk you anadrol will bulk you so they're not they're not different but they are very different just the way they're structured and everything so but Anadrol is, is really an amazing steroid, and I can't imagine stacking it with Devo. I have not done that before, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure that it's, it fits what I'm looking for in terms of my current goals. But no. I would think with you, Mobster, you know, it might be something up your alley. So um, this is something. Yeah. So those of you out there, I think for those of you out there who are looking for size and strength in a short amount of time i think using devil and anadrol together might be up your alley in some ways steve i actually think that the Debo would negate to to some degree those irritability uh, side effects now guys we discussed this on other podcasts with regards to which drugs might have a mental effect on you which drugs might enhance if you're that way inclined your aggression and so on and so forth so here's the thing, right? By reputation, even when I first started, and certainly talking to users over the years, NAPS, as it was sometimes called, uh, NAP50 specifically for the dosage, the reason, guys, I know that had never done a drug before. It's not something I recommend for a first cycle, but I would hear these stories about someone who'd never run performance-enhancing drugs, never used steroids, and they would go on anadrol, and they would blow up. And they would blow up. Uh, so much that numbers like 20 pounds were getting thrown out of there. Now, as Steve said, uh, some of that would be water, if not as much as you, for example, would get in Dynabol. But you'd also sometimes, and again, it's dependent on how lean they were, Steve, a little bit of vascularity and the strength. The issue, and specifically, which we'll get into in terms of the side effects, I think is one of those ones where the strength gain, the size gain, and the chemical reaction within the body is causing irritability now that we know for example using an oral steroids there is a potential organ stressor going on and as i've discussed on previous podcasts quick weight gains for example can make sleep difficult it's not necessarily something comfortable if i throw literally 10 pounds in one hand and 10 pounds in another hand and i walk to the gym and i curl it it's not that big of a deal but if i'm walking around with that weight 24 7 i notice it and i feel it and that combination of that slightly slight i mean the guys some of you will go i would love to gain 20 pounds but 20 pounds in one hit very very quickly as it certainly would be with this cycle is not something you would you think you would be comfortable with and it takes a while and quite simply and and even making the tweaks and adjustments that i talk about in other podcasts i would not keep not even me, not at my level, not with regards to adjustments and training and, and nutrition that I could make. There's no way I would keep all of that 20 pounds. I, in fact, Steve, I would be very, very happy with a cycle like this. 
if I gained as much as £20 on cycle, £8 would be great. £6 would be good. Seriously. And I don't care what level you're at. But again, it's one of those things. I think, Steve, for example, if we talk about someone that needed to make a weight class, a step up, and the increase in strength would come from both these drugs. So you know you're going to get into the next class if it's important. If you went from, say, 198 to 205, it's going to happen on this cycle. If you need to be stronger, it's going to happen on this cycle. And if you're predisposed to be relatively lean, you're going to kind of have that. Guys, it's one of those things I think sometimes you're almost going to have that semi-pumped, slightly vascular look all the damn time that you're on this cycle. The, the issues with regards to the water tension is something that, again, it's down specific to the user. So I would be worried about, for example, Steve, and we can get into the side effects, obviously, the swollen ankles. Uh, I can see that I'm, yeah, stupid stuff. Can you imagine, for example, Steve, going up a collar size, that shirt that you wore that was loose on the arms, now tight around the neck. See these small things that you don't think that's going to be an issue. The socks digging into the skin. It's just small, small stuff, but it's kind of, it's certainly a great indication that the damn free drugs are working. But again, those things that you've got to get your head around, guys, when you're using the things. And again, as I said earlier on, I know from some users that this one does increase the reachability. So it's not a steroid rage. It's not a roid rage as such. It's just that you gain so much so quickly. There's a certain sense of discomfort because of that. Happy in the gym, not necessarily happy moving the furniture around at the house. And doing the shopping with the wife uh, and certainly again obviously because of all toxicity that come with any uh, combination of orals and those things and again weight gain and affecting your sleep those things would make me slightly tired those things would make me slightly irritable they're going to make me feel a sense of uncomfortable being uncomfortable outside the gym in the gym monster time beast time and so guys if that's it's I get this precisely why you would do this cycle you really want to be if only temporarily a beast now of course again as i said earlier on i would want to change things nutritionally and i'd want to change the weight my sets and reps and my weights afterwards to keep as much as possible of the mass but if you blow up as i said earlier on as some people do 20 pounds i would look i would hope it would be real nice i think from this cycle steve six pounds maybe eight pounds uh, as, as would I recommend it for a first time user? No, definitely not. Just go with Debol, go with Anavar if you're going to use always for first time out there. Uh, wait a little while, and, and that's just to see how you manage on steroids. Full stop. And it doesn't matter what steroid cycle you do. I we, we talk about keeping things simple, low dose, and to see how you respond. You might be a super responder, you might not need to take 500 milligrams of test or co combination ever and so something like this uh guys i know people that stop cycles because especially first time users because they just literally don't like how they feel and this is one that might have that kind of effect on you what do you think steve yeah so let's get into uh dosing on this mobster so on a typical dosing if you're running dianable by itself you're going to go with 30 milligrams okay that's a standard cookie cutter doses with anadrol it's going to be 50 milligrams right so on this cycle i would do it kind of i cut them down a little bit i would do d-ball 15 to 20 milligrams max i would actually do d-ball closer to 10 15 milligrams max and then do the anadrol 25 milligrams max so kind of cut them in half and then run them for about four weeks, maybe five weeks tops, okay? 
And it's very important to do that because the side effects can get absolutely brutal on this. So Anadrol, you know, we talked about on an earlier episode. I'm going to explain to you why you need to be careful. Because Anadrol hits you from all directions. It's liver toxic, very liver toxic. It's got androgenic side effects, heavy on androgenic side effects, more than you know, more than dianable. Yep. Even though it doesn't aromatize into estrogen like dianable does, it binds to estrogen. So you got the binding to estrogen and you got the aromatization into estrogen from the Debo on the stack, both coming <laughs> you from all directions. Yeah. And then you got the other side effects, you know, that come with the strong androgenic and, and estrogenic side effects on the cycle to watch out for the insomnia, the fatigue, yeah. the aggression, the high blood pressure across the board. So it's very important to be aware of all that. And then on top of it, you got the liver. Since they're both so liver toxic, you got to watch out for your liver. So Tudka is a really good supplement for the liver. So really you want to basically the key to keeping your side effects minimized is you go into cycle in good shape. You don't go into cycle when you're in bad shape. If you're already feeling tired, you already have sleeping problems. My gosh, how much sense does it make to go into cycle with these problems? What do you think is going to happen when you run this cycle? It's going to get worse. You're not going to be able to sleep at all. You know, and you're going to struggle with all kinds of side effects. So, look, I am a big believer in being, you know, enjoying your cycle. Okay. You don't run in your cycle and you're miserable your entire cycle. So you want to enjoy your cycle. So, keep the dosages low. If you were to run the D ball 30 milligrams and the Andro at 50 milligrams, you would probably get away with it for like a week or two. And then by week three, you're going to be like, oh, shit. Like, I, I feel really fatigued. I feel really tired. I don't like, how I feel. Get me off of yeah. this shit. So that's that's pretty much my attitude towards it. So Mobster, you know, give us your thoughts on the, the dosing and the side effects that you can expect. I agree 100% again, Steve. I mean, I, I, I'm thinking, as you know, of uh, using Anadrol on the next cycle, literally just for me, for example, to hit my, my 170 kilo, 58 year old bench press again. And four weeks will be plenty of time. Now I'm running that solo. And I'm probably going to run it around the 50 milligrams uh, a day. And I'm probably going to split that into two, bite, bite the pill in a half, half in the morning, half in the afternoon. Now, the two things together, yeah. Uh, the sheer, okay, let's just use me as an example, Steve. And I know that you and I are different body weights, but we kind of agree on this. If this morning I'm 317 pounds and I was to high dose the Debo and high dose the Anadrol, 15, 20 pounds, and that would be 337 pounds. Now, you know, when you write that down and, and you talk about it on certain forms, certainly not on either, but certain forms, the idea of me as an individual member of a four walking around at 337 pounds would blow some guy's minds. But I know it would be horrendous. It really, really would. So I wouldn't want to run, for example, 50 milligrams plus 50 milligrams I agree with Steve. I go real low on this. If I'm going to respond as I think I am on Anadrol, I certainly don't want to go in at 30, 40, 50 milligrams a day. So I here's and it is a thing again with with especially because of the half life being so short with regards to orals. Let's say I do exactly what Steve suggested, which would be for example 15 milligrams of Debo and 25 milligrams of Anadrol, and I I gain five pounds within the first five to 10 days, but the bench press, the one that I've talked about, goes up 
by five or 10 kilograms. That's all I need. I don't need to be 20 pounds or 30 pounds heavier. I really don't. Now, I get it, guys, especially if you're an underweight individual and you're out there thinking 20 pounds sounds amazing. It's not. 10 pounds is a lot better. It's just the, that kind of accommodation, Steve, getting used to being that big, five pounds, 10 pounds, is a lot easier to manage than 15 or 20 pounds. And as I say, guys, there are other cycles, and especially when it comes to orals, especially if you're an orals fan, there are other cycles because I would keep it four, six weeks, come off for as long as I possibly can. And then, as in my case right now, Steve, I, I rarely do more than one cycle a year. That gives my body plenty of time to recover. It gives it plenty of time to get used to being heavier, plenty of time for the toxic effects of oral steroids to be negated and for my body to repair itself. So I always say to you guys, and again, that's if you thought, if you thought 30 pounds, 20 pounds on this particular cycle was the best thing ever, I would suggest otherwise. And I'm suggesting again that you can always do another cycle in the future to get to that weight a little bit slower than perhaps you might think is what you want. But in reality, as Steve said, 20 pounds short gain is, is just not nice. It might be great standing on the scale. It might be great. And I've done this whipping a tape measure out and seeing a 17-inch forearm or 20-plus-inch arm, upper arm, and so on and so forth. But the weight gain can be something else in terms of you being able to do day-to-day -day stuff. In the gym, day-to-day, oh, hell, Steve, I walk to the gym. I don't want to get a shin pump or a calf pump or a leg pump walking to the gym. And I think on this cycle, especially at higher doses, that would be the case. Now, side effects, again, guys, touched on this already. There is a feel-good effect to low-dose debolt, but there's an irritability effect to moderate dose of Anadrol. And lowering the dosages helps that somewhat. And the two things together, as Steve said about in another podcast, the synergy of those two things, the feel-good from the debolt would negate somewhat the irritability of the quick gain that the anadrol will give you. So that would help. And again, that's dose specific dependent. I think the number one problem, Steve, and I've seen this especially in first-time users, when I talked about it at the beginning of the podcast, is just masses of water, masses of tissue. And it's so quick that it's just... Oh, guys, I think I said this earlier on, Steve. People have had to stop the cycle because the gains have been too much. They've had to stop the cycle because they water. I can give you a story, Steve, of a professional bodybuilder. Actually, I lie. A wannabe professional bodybuilder, a very good uh, uh, amateur in in Wales here, who I shan't name, and doing a cycle very similar to this. And there's a run up to a big competition. Now, this was the beginning of the run up. The, the drugs were going to change as he got closer to the competition, as the diet and the training improved. But his wife had to help him put his socks on in the morning because it became incredibly difficult because of the weight gain to bend over and pull his put his own socks on. When he would take the socks off or when his wife would help him take the socks off at night time, the indentation because of the water blow into the ankle, as Steve said, with regards to the blood pressure issue and the water issue, uh, was crazy. And then, of course, you've got to uh, mitigate the estrogenic effects. For example, uh, if you're prone to gyno, this is one of those combinations where you've got to look at those sort of things. So certainly I would want, as Steve's already said, some sort of organ protector. Certainly I would look at something 
in regardless of what the paperwork says, I would make sure that I had on, at least had on hand. And of course, I've always been the person to run these things anyway, just because some sort of aromatize inhibitor. I, I would want to manage that water when, as I said, in the, in the case of the individual that I'm referring to, you can't bend over and put your own socks on in the morning. And trust me, he, he probably, I doubt if he exceeded 260 pounds, uh, and I'm, I'm a lot heavier, when you can't put your own socks on, there's something to matter. And when you've got that kind of water retention all over your body where the socks, any cuff or collar is biting in, and, you, you know, the, 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 the seams of your shirts and the seams of your trousers, are it's, it's uncomfortable. In, in When you're talking about steroid gains, guys, and I get this, Steve gets this, anybody that listens to this podcast who's been doing it for a while will understand it. We get that you want to be bigger. We get that you want to be muscular, more muscular. We get that you want to be stronger in the gym. That's what we want. But we understand from experience what even a 10-pound weight gain can do to you. So this is one of those cycles, especially at moderate to high dosages, rather than the lower dosages that Steve and I recommend, where there's moderate high dosages, the weight gain could be so quick, it's actually just it's not as nice as you think it is. And it gets to the point where, in some users, they have had to stop because it's just got so damned uncomfortable. And a good example, this is one of the few, perhaps, combinations of moderate to high dosages where other people would notice not only the gain, which can actually be a problem in certain circumstances, but your tiredness your irritability when 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 even your buddies are saying you've changed a bit bud what the hell's going on and you could think you know if you're not telling them to fuck off steve you've got to realize perhaps it's the dosages and again i think the great advantage of alls and with the half-life steve is that you can lower them quite quickly so that was something that i would do here as opposed to when we have seen these guys um literally stopping a cycle because it's been so damned uncomfortable I'm saying, in a, all that said, Steve, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I will run the dosages of my anadrol cycle moderately to low, and I know what to expect. And if, for example, instead of gaining four pounds from Friday to Monday, like I did on the Debo, I gain six or seven pounds, you can, you can be damn sure that I'm going to lower the dose real quick. I don't need to blow up anymore. Uh, and so I'll be looking forward to the strength from the anadrol here. If uh, I, I think I've got some Debo here, Steve. If I decided the, the two together, definitely super low dosages to begin with. And then I can tweak them a little bit. 20, 15 can become 20, 25 become 30, and so on and so forth. Very, very easy to do. Guys, it's, it's the thing between oral steroids and injectable steroids. Injectable steroid, it's in. Even with a super short half-life, it's in. You can't take it out. Whereas with an oral steroid, we're talking about hours, typically eight hours, 16 hours. So even if I fuck up and I do too much and I blow up too quick, it's a matter of a day or two days for me to get that under control, for me to get back off a little bit. And that would be the thing for me. What do you think, Steve, in that particular way? Well, I was, I was going to say, like, I think, yeah, I think you should definitely do it. And I hope you, you can log it because I'd be curious to see the appetite yeah. changes because Anadrol has been known to cause an appetite loss. Dianabol definitely causing an appetite increase. So I'd be curious, if you stack them, what, what would end up happening here? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'd be curious. So a lot of the big reason why you see an appetite loss, the same reason why when you go to the vet, you take your dog to the vet, the vet will ask, you know, how's the dog's appetite? Because if the dog's appetite is low, it means something may be wrong in the body. It means the body yeah. is sick. 
So that tells you how harsh Anadrol is on your system. And yes. that's why it drops your appetite like that. Um, so here's here's another thing, though, about this cycle that's advantageous. you got Dynable. It's got a half-life of about five hours, maybe five and a half hours, okay? That means that, you know, usually I always tell people the rule is with half-life, multiply it by five. And that's how long it's going to be in your system after it reaches peak. So in Dianabol's case, you're talking 25, 30 hours, okay? It's in your system after you stop. Anadrol, the half-life is up to 10 hours. I've seen nine hours, eight hours, you know, so it's around there. Let's say worst case, it's 10 hours. So it's in your system for 50 hours after you stop taking it once it's in your peak. So if something goes wrong on cycle, mobster, you can always yeah. just cut back on the dosage or cut Very back easy. entirely on it. And it'll be out of your system in a day or two and everything yeah. will be, will be, you know, you know, everything will get back to normal. So it's not like running long ester anabolic steroids, which are in your system for 50 days, not 50 hours. So <clears throat> that's the advantages of these oral cycles. And a lot of people say don't run oral cycles. They're not good for you or whatever, but there are advantages to oral cycles. And that's one of them is that you can really have more control over the cycle and be flexible over the cycle. So you can start out trying them both together. But look, if it's something is going wrong on the cycle, you're two, three weeks in, you can always just stop one and and, and go from there. So Mobster, give your, your final thoughts on that. It was a really, really good show. Before I get to the disclaimer, guys, one thing I was going to add, in terms of training on these drugs, do you know what? I would keep the reps low. Uh, certainly uh, around eight reps, maybe 12 reps, because here's an issue. I could see that me having problems with a pump would be a case on this cycle. And for me, these two drugs have always been, well, certainly the Dynabone. I think the Anadrol is going to be the same. I could see these two drugs as being a great for me specifically, and I think for some of you users and listeners as well, a great strength increment. And in fact, the article that we're going to link to with this talks about powerlifters. I think this is one of those oral cycles that would be incredibly useful powerlifters. And again, if you're not worried too much about weight class, I certainly am not. Uh, or even if, or if you're at the bottom end of your weight class and you can afford to grow up to the top end, this is something that's going to blow up your strength in relatively short order. If again, as I said earlier on for the D-bowl, just for the leverage. So I, would, I, I think the pumps on this might be a problem. So this is why I would keep the volume relatively low, which I do anyway, but for you guys as well. And treat it as, as, as the last four to six weeks of a strength cycle. I think that would be my plan. It would also be my advice to you. So there you go, guys. Think about if you want to be a mass monster, but you want to be a strong mass monster, you're going to blow up on this cycle and it's going to have an effect on your strength. And so therefore you might as well take advantage of it. Don't pump. Debo, I would say normally fine. Enjoy the pump. But on this one, I'd actually, I'd actually hold you back from doing pumps. It might get Steve. I think you would agree with this. Um, there are certain combinations where, and I've had this a couple of times. And funny enough, it was more to do with the fact that I was bending still for a competition. I've had a few times in my life where the pump has actually been not pleasurable. It certainly wasn't, as Arnold says, like coming. It was physically uncomfortable to the point. Well, I had to do something about it. And there was a particular trick that I was able to do that we can discuss at some point in the future. So sufficient to say, 
I think this particular combination, the pumps might be so horrendous that apart from the first time, just seeing what it's like, I wouldn't do it again. So I would keep the, the, the sets and the reps and the volume down and I would train in my mind, I think, especially for these two, all your benching, all your pressing, Perhaps not so much your pulling movement. Your squatting is going to increase just because of where you are on the bottom of the movement. Those kind of things. I actually think this one, this cycle would make deadlifts a little bit more difficult because if you can't put your damn socks on in the morning, as per that athlete that we referred to earlier on, then getting down into the bottom of the deadlift is going to feel horrendous. And again, the blood pressure issue, especially when you the, the gains are so quick, you're going to have that red face. So any position like deadlifts where you're kind of squashed down You've gained 20 pounds. Your blood pressure is going to go through the roof. So again, guys, manage those things. Listen to this podcast and our dose thing adjustments would help you manage that stuff. There's no need for you to be red-faced and brain throbbing and getting headaches and walking around with 20 pounds of water because it's just horrible. And this is the reasons why we talk about dosages being tweaked. We talk about knowing how the effects are. And of course, the purpose of this podcast is for you to listen and have that information available to you in an informative way so that you don't get these horrible side effects that can occur on these kind of combinations. As always, please note, we are not doctors and the opinions are hours and hours alone. It's our view and based on our experience and views on the topic. Our podcasts are for informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.